Global News, uh, Rachel Gilmore, a reporter with Global News, recently took a look at the state of the pandemic versus, you know, Canada versus the rest of the world and where we're at. So let's chat with her now and find out what she found through her reporting. Uh, Rachel, thank you for joining us. Appreciate your time this morning. Hey, of course, anytime. You know, so we take a look at what's going on here in Alberta with the stampede and everything else. We've pretty much returned to pre-pandemic living here. Um, The question, though, I guess, you know, we're seeing a lot of the similar actions happening across the country, things reopening and things like that. But um, should we be, I mean, you managed to speak with a number of experts that are looking into this across Canada. What do they think? Are we, I don't want to say done with the pandemic, but you know what I mean. (laughs) I know. It's such a hopeful idea, right? But um, in in the Canadian context, the overarching theme that emerged from the infectious disease specialist is that we're basically just about there. So um, I think the the key is that the vaccines work incredibly well. So, you know, you've once you're vaccinated and fully fully vaccinated with two doses, um, although you might still have a small chance of catching the virus, right. it's basically like it cuts the claws off it. It turns it from like a scary dog to, uh, you know, maybe just a slightly annoying puppy. <laughs> but it's not going to land you in the hospital, most likely. So and, and the thing that causes lockdowns and, you know, affects our lives is when the hospitals get stretched to the, the limits because they're full. So yeah. the the vaccine is really the ticket out of this, and we're we're just about there. Yeah, we're we're seeing it in Canada, and you take a look at our vaccination rates, which continue to climb, and now becoming a world leader in terms of how many people are vaccinated. Um, but when you take a look at what's going on globally, Rachel, it's an entirely different story. Absolutely, and you know that's sort of the key because you know once you get past the basic sort of ethical question that you know every human life matters, um, it's also a risk for us here because yeah. there's some parts in the world that are only you know they have one percent of their population maybe with one dose, and the way that variants get created is because the virus is allowed to spread and has more chances to replicate kind of uncontrolled because every time it replicates it can make a mistake. And when that mistake happens, it could be a mistake that's advantageous for the virus. So it lets it spread faster or even maybe Mm -hmm. makes it more deadly. Um, So it's a risk um, if we kind of have these areas of crazy uncontrolled spread, because that's how variants happen. Um, So, you know, it's a problem for those parts of the world where they're facing, you know, the case counts are still going up globally. Um, If you look at Indonesia, they're running out of oxygen, you know, they're really still in it. And then it's also a threat for our progress here back home, because, you know, variants are sort of the one real unknown at this point that could really threaten. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And we're sort of getting to this point now where um, there's a lot of talk about how inequitable it has been in terms of rolling out these vaccines when you have countries like canada that are are seeing mass vaccination rates and other countries are down around one two percent so that seems to be the big focus now is what do the rich countries and what does the global community do to try and um, deal with that imbalance and get vaccines to the people that really really need them and that's 
sort of the big question right now, right? So the WHO is really kind of pressing um, countries to donate their excess vaccines. I mean, if you look, you know, we, we bought so many vaccines yeah. from AstraZeneca, for example. We, we have a lot of um, supply coming in. So any that aren't being used, we really should be firing out to these countries and, and really helping them. Um, you know, there's a question about whether the pharmaceutical companies can kind of ramp up their efforts or their their charity <laughs> in that respect. Yeah, you know, yeah. Pfizer Pfizer did uh, you know make 3.5 billion in revenue um, in the first quarter of 2021. Uh, we don't know how much of that actually turned into profit um, from the vaccines, but they they brought in 3.5 billion. Um, so you know they're they're making money from this, and and there's the question of. Should they be making that much money when there's parts of the world that can't afford the job? And, you know, really, that threatens all of us. So so it's kind of a big question of of ethics and, you know... um, it's one of those big life questions. It is. It really is. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about the patent? Do you know anything about that? I mean, there's so much talk and so much discussion right now about lifting the patent so that other companies can jump in and fill the gap. I know there's been discussions. That would certainly help, too. Absolutely. Because if you lift the patent, um, other companies in other parts of the world can, you know, create the vaccines themselves. Right yeah. now, um, there's copyright issues involved, right? So uh, it, it gets really tough for other manufacturers to jump in and just kind of boost the supply. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, there are a lot of things. And unfortunately, you know, we, we do live in a world where companies worry about their profits and they worry about their bottom lines. And, and we're, this is one of those big examples where you have to question sort of what the limits of that are. Rachel, thanks so much for your work. I appreciate the update. Of course. Thank you. Anytime. That is Rachel Gilmore, a political journalist with Global News. And as I say, if you want to check out her story, she took a, a close look and spoke to a number of different experts in our country in terms of where we stand 